Yeah, she did. Good. Yeah, she did. Okay. So let's pretend like this is the first time we're doing this. Okay. And that I didn't screw up okay. the first one. <laughs> okay. So let's just start at the beginning. When, how old were you when you started playing softball? I was six years old when I started playing club softball, but I also did like AGS when I was like four. And What's AGS? It's a, like American girls softball. It's just like a little league kind of pretty much to play softball and for like young girls. And then I pretty much grew up on a softball field because my older sister, she played softball. So I was just always watching her because she also did club ball. So I was at all her tournaments and all her games and everything. Was she a really big influence, obviously, on you playing softball? Yes, most definitely. I would say, like, as a young girl, like, I looked up to my older sister, and I was like, I want to be her. Like, she played shortstop, and she was hitting from the left side, and I was like, I want to be just like my older sister, and I had to copy everything that she did. Okay, so are you left-handed, or did you just learn to bat left? No, I'm a full, like, left-handed. My dad, actually, when I was born, he wouldn't let me pick anything up in my right hand. So anytime I had anything in my right hand, he would switch it over to my left hand. So I just naturally became a lefty. You're lucky, because I was a left, and I had to learn everything right, but I had to learn everything right-handed before anyone, you know, I could get a left-handed glove or bat, or or not bat, like hockey stick Mm -hmm. or something, you know? So I was forced into the whole right-handed situation. Yeah, because I didn't have very much either, yeah. Okay, so you're let's your little girl playing softball. Now you hit seventh grade, you're twelve years old, and now you start thinking about colleges. Yeah, I had a really early recruitment process just because during that time, recruiting people, college coaches could recruit you at like sixth, seventh, eighth grade. Like girls were committing to these schools at those young ages but then my eighth grade year they changed the rule where you couldn't get recruited now to September 1st of your junior year but at the time I had to really like start emailing college coaches and making sure that they knew who I am so I can put myself out there how okay how is a 12 year old emailing college coaches like that seems insane to me that you're already having to look at division one colleges as a 12 year old in seventh grade yeah, it's pretty crazy. Like most people don't even know what they want to do or study or right. where they truly want to go at 12 years old. But you had to keep up if you because you didn't want to be the only one not recruited in your class. And then now there's no more money left for you at these schools. So you kind of just had to keep it up. And you just had these ideas and schools in mind that you thought you would like or wanted to live. And you would just email those schools. What schools did you have in mind when you were in seventh grade? Um, in seventh grade, you know, I had all like the big schools like Oklahoma, U of A, ASU, like Oregon, like all the big like, you know, you're a little girl and you want to play on like the biggest stage with all the biggest teams at the time and stuff. So, OK, so now let's go starting high school. So now you're going to Willow Canyon. Yes. One of the biggest high schools. It's 5A mm-hmm. massive school. Um, and is that when you started Hot Shots as well, your private club, that private club? No, I've been playing with the Hot Shots 18U since I was in eighth grade. So, I so you've been in 18U since you were 13. Yeah, I've been with Brian forever, forever. So, yeah, I started playing with all the older girls to kind of help me get better because when you play with better competition, you naturally get better. You have to yeah. work hard so you can compete with all the older girls. Okay, so you're in high school. You're com- So your freshman year. How was, how was that jump from just club ball into high school athletics? 
Um, it wasn't like a super big jump just because I have been playing with up with older girls. So it was like nothing new to me. But I definitely was excited to start like something new in high school ball. And I was able to represent like Surprise Arizona. And I loved like Coach T and all like everything about the program and how it was improving so much just when Coach T came back to coach. Okay, so now how did you guys do for your freshman year? Our freshman year, we made it to the playoffs, which was the first time in school history that we ever made it that far into playoffs. So our freshman class and everybody, we worked so well together and we were able so to So wait, do just that. coincidentally, your first year at Willow Canyon is their first year getting into the finals? Correct, yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. So it was something interesting, but I think we were all just so competitive, like everybody and we all like pushed each other to get better. And I think that's why we were so successful as a team, because we all were having this goal and it was so fun winning. And that's what we love to do. So we just wanted to keep on winning and winning. So we worked hard like at practices and outside. And yeah. Okay, so sophomore year. How did you guys do that year? Um, well, I didn't even get a full season my sophomore year just because COVID. of COVID. Yeah, so we only played six games, but we started off so strong. We beat Centennial, who was really good at the time, Horizon, like all these really good schools that we had to beat that we lost to in our freshman year. We were able to beat them our sophomore year, and then COVID hit, and so that was the end so of the season. Th- it just completely ended the season. There was no anything. Nope, so were you guys like halfway through? What like what was the situation there? Yeah, so we played I think six or seven games or something like that, and then they canceled it. Yeah, so we didn't even get a full season at all. So it's really sad actually because we everybody was so excited of how how well we started that we just all wanted to keep it going, you know, because that was the first time like we all beat those really competitive good teams and stuff. So it was like wow, it just ended now. Yeah, that's a little disappointing. Yeah, most definitely. Okay, so were you did you start thinking about wrestling then or that was that next year? Um that was next year. Okay, so yeah. junior year starts. Junior year or, or sophomore year. I don't know. I started like in the middle of a year. Okay. I didn't start exactly at the beginning of like a sophomore year. I think it was the middle of sophomore year. Oh yeah, cuz it was right before COVID hit. I just joined. Okay. Yes. So wrestling was ended too at that point. Um, yeah, when I started those, like in the middle of the season, I missed like the first couple tournaments or something like that. Okay, so really your first full year was your junior year? Yes, my first full year is my junior year. Okay, so for a girl who was thinking about colleges as a softball player at 12 years old, you know you're going to college for softball. Right. Why even Why even start wrestling? So I decided to start wrestling because I knew that I wasn't committed at this time. So I knew I needed to build my resume even more for college coaches to be interest, interested in me. And wrestling is something that I've never tried before. I wasn't thinking about starting wrestling. It kind of just happened because me and Tristan, we were running on the track. And I ended up like doing sprints with the wrestling team and I beat all the boys. And then that's when like Coach Tamez asked me if I wanted to join. And I was like, no, I don't really know anything about wrestling. I've never seen a match. And he was like, just try it out. So I went to one of their practices the next day. And I just loved that they were doing like flips and like cartwheels. And it was just so different from softball. And I think that's what really got me interested into it. And I ended up doing it and I loved it. And it just helped me so much. So basically, wrestling was a bullet point on your resume. Right. So instead of maybe, I don't know, volunteering or doing extra after-school specials, Mm -hmm. anything like that, you pick up an entire other sport. Correct. Arguably the hardest sport. Actually, (laughs) it it is the highest. It's the hardest sport in all, like, high school sports coming up at all. Um, 
Okay, so you start wrestling. Wrestling starts first Correct. during the season, right? right. So you're wrestling mm-hmm. first. How does your how do your coach how does your softball coach take you starting wrestling? Um, he wasn't too thrilled about the idea because you know in wrestling you can be like injuries can happen and stuff like that, and he just wanted to make sure you know that I was still healthy and everything like that. So he wasn't too thrilled about the idea, but I stuck with it, and then he was supporting all the way, and we made jokes about it and everything. Yeah, I got to interview him, and he did say he was very worried that yes. you wouldn't you weren't going to have a lot left for softball and mm-hmm. he said like the first couple of weeks that he did you could see a difference when you were cutting weight and stuff like that but he said that you you balanced it all so how do how do you balance two massively different sports like that one where you're completely having to keep your body in a perfect physical shape all mm-hmm. the time and the other one you you're physically running all over the place. So how do you balance those two sports? Right, yeah. And I would say definitely my junior was the hardest to balance everything because I was taking like a lot of AP and IB classes as well. So and then I had softball and then I had wrestling. So it kind of was like I don't have time to just sit around and like waste my time. Like I always had a set schedule of things that I wanted to get done. So that kind of helped lay down my day. So I knew like, oh, I have these five tasks that I need to get done for the day. Those are the five tasks that I'm going to do. And sometimes I would go from wrestling practice at school and I would pack all my softball stuff in there, change, clean up a little bit, and then go to my club softball practice. So it was just kind of like you have to know ahead of time what your day is going to be like so it doesn't overwhelm you. Okay. Yeah. So most people your age don't have that organi- kind of organization <laughs> skills, just to let you know. But so you already have in softball, you have fans. You have all these young girls coming up who already look up to you. Is is wrestling something you would recommend them do to help with softball as well? Yeah, I would say even just getting out there and putting yourself out there and trying something new because you never know if you're going to like it or you're not like if you not if you don't like it, well then you figure out you don't like it and you can move on to something else. But I feel like so many people have interests but they're too afraid to go try cuz they're like what if I don't like it or what if this, what if that? Well, you never know until you try it out. So I would just say like whatever you're going to do, just try it out. There's no harm in trying it out. Okay, so also junior year you guys take your first state title. Yes. Let's okay. Let's go through that. How was that whole playoff process? Uh, it was amazing. Like I just love my team, and they're the most like hardworking group of girls, and most fun group of girls to be around. And it made my experience there ten times better. And we were all so excited because we were like the first sport at our school to even like make it this far into a state championship really? or anything. Yeah. Okay. So we're the first ever school to win a state championship. So we all really, really want to win it to prove to everybody that like we could do it because throughout the year we were kind of like looked down upon, like people didn't really like know us that well or like support us. Didn't think that we had like every had talented group of girls as we did. Why do you think that is? Um, Just if you read like news articles, they would get our name wrong. They would call us Willow, like, something else they wouldn't even know willow canyon softball they would just mess up like little details and we were all so hard working and we just wanted to show that like our hard hard work is paying off and that we can do it and you did yes you guys did Mm -hmm. how was okay talk about game the last game of your first state title what was that like we were all so excited. So we had to drive down to Tucson in the two-hour bus ride, you know, and we were all listening to the music. Like, when we got on the bus, we got a nice charter bus. Like, the parents made us, like, little gift baskets, and then, like, you open your gift baskets, and you had letters from people, like, wishing you good luck. Like, I got one for my mom and dad and sister. Like, 
telling me how proud they are and stuff. So, like, I feel like that just gave us a lot of motivation that, like, look at all these people here supporting us. Like, we want to do it for them just as much as we want to do it for ourselves. So we listened to music. You know, we had fun. And we got to our practice field. We warmed up, and that was, like, game time. Let's get focused, and let's do this because we all really, really, really wanted to win. So we had practice, and then we went into the U of A field. And it was just an incredible feeling. Like, when you stepped on in U of A, like, it's kind of, like, down. So, like, the fans are more on top. And you can just hear the echo of them, like, cheering as you on the field. It was just the most incredible feeling ever. Okay. So next year. So now it's at ASU. Yes. Actually, okay. Your senior year. Let's let's go back. Let's start at senior year because that's when we start. We That's your second full year of wrestling. Mm-hmm. So... You basically had to go on your in your guys' wrestling room. You guys have the names on your ceiling. Yes. Um, so your goal was basically get your name up there. And the only way to do that is to s- place at state. Right. Right. So you work all year to place at state. Um, that's when you and I met. We met at girls' sectionals. Correct. Um, at Shadow Ridge. Uh, that was awesome because I have your – I'm actually – I'll put it up right here. Um, your last match was amazing. You were up against the scroll and. She actually had you in a she had you in a strangler, but it wasn't a full. She didn't have your other arm right. above your head, mm-hmm. and you were able to twist, turn right on top of her. Like that was the first time. Uh, it was like back and forth that whole match. Yes, it was. Amazing. It was. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you win that match. How did how did you feel winning that match, knowing like you're number one seated in state? Yeah, no, I didn't even expect myself to place first at section sectionals by any means. I just wanted to make it past first or second so that I could get to state like first place was like a high high standard like I didn't look at myself and feel that like I was good enough to even place first at state like you know I'm just like this new girl like just trying to make a goal and try to complete that goal so being able to place first and that was my only tur- tournament I placed first at so that was kind of really cool too. yeah that was your first that was my first one too so okay that's like, funny wow. because I mean so we did a photo shoot you have more awards than I've seen anybody have and those are so that's all like softball that's all softball yeah that's that's funny yeah all softball that's awesome Mm -hmm. that that was your first first place okay so for everybody so state sectionals you have to get either first or second to get into state right and if you get first you you just wrestle less at state you get what two two round buys yeah i think so yeah it's it's basically the first day of wrestling is a buy right i think i get i think i got one buy and then i had and then you had to wrestle okay Mm -hmm. but yeah okay so we go to state you lose your first match. Yes. Now, what was really interesting about that is, so I interview you right after that. I'll put that up right here, too. You seemed completely fine. like, But I talked to your mom afterwards, and she said you actually did take that kind of hard. So, like, how long did you, did you just give yourself, like, this is, this is my amount of time to be upset about this. After that, I'm done. We're back to wrestling. Was it kind of like that, or were you just sucking it up? Yeah, so pretty much, like, I lost, and I hate losing. Like, I hate doing bad at something and losing. So, I mean, yes, I'm disappointed that I lost, but at the same time, like, you have to learn how to just let it go through your head and you're moving on to the next match like in softball I learned that so quickly because softball is like a game of failure you fail more than you success and so you just had to be really quick and just forget about you get three seconds to like reflect on it and be sad about it but then you move on to the next one because in the long run it can end up hurting you if you just keep getting down on yourself and making it it makes it worse and worse and worse so your match so if I wanted to place that state I knew that you have to get over and you have the next match in the next match it's not impossible to win all the way back to the top you know so I just had to have that mindset 
See, that's what's interesting because a lot of people would just, oh, I lost my first match. I can't get first. What? Why am I still here? But you didn't. You like you kept at and you did. You destroyed like three other girls. It was great. Like you take six. You get your name on the ceiling. Mm-hmm. Also, your dad was there, yes. which was another big deal because your dad had been stuck in California after having a stroke. Correct. Yes. Right. Yes. And one of his big goals was to actually see you at state. Right. How long was he stuck? In California. So we were actually in California. November 22nd is when it happened. And we were out there for one of my club tournaments. And it was the last game of the day. And I'm actually pitching at the time. And I'm in the dugout. And I turn around. And, like, I see my dad fall. And I'm like, that's weird. And I remember I turned to my teammates. And I'm like, I don't think he's okay. And then I go out on the field. And they're, you know, checking up on him. And all of a sudden, like, I start hearing the ambulance and stuff. And they come and pick him up. And so they stop the game. And then I ended up going to the hospital with him, and we figured out that he had a stroke, and he has bleeding in the brain, which caused him to be paralyzed on his left side. So he was in the ICU room for 24 days, or some, like, very high many days, and then he went into, like, the normal hospital, and he didn't get out till like, February. So me and my family pretty much lived in a hotel in California for, like, four or three months. That's... I'm sorry, and so when I did meet your, your dad for the first time, he was actually in a wheelchair. Yes. And he wasn't able to walk. And now he's only, he's barely using a cane, right? Yeah. He's, he he's, can, he's working, he's worked so hard. He's able to have so much more movement on his left side. He can raise his arm. He's starting, he can like make his own food now. He can walk. Like I remember we had to help him used to like get up from the couch. He does that all by himself. And like when he's feeling really good, he can walk without the cane and everything. So it's just a really cool, like inspiring thing for me to see that, like how hard he's worked. And I'm just really proud of everything that he's done. And I think that's like also a big inspiration in my life and what I see because nothing's really that hard in my life like he's gone through something that's really truly hard and him being able to not give up and keep putting in the work every single day to just try to do something small is really inspiring for me yeah I think that's probably why you and your sister are such high level people Mm -hmm. is because of that even though I love your parents because they always they straight up told me they're like we don't know where she gets all of this we you know we didn't raise her like but they obviously yeah did, it's definitely you know? all them they have been such great influences throughout my year um, throughout my life and they're the most selfless people ever like they do so much for me and my sister like they always put us first when they could be doing whatever they want they go to every single one of our softball games wake up every morning take us to practice or games at 4 a.m you know have the cooler packed like take us all out like they're just doing so much for us yeah especially for your softball tournaments Mm -hmm. like so the california one that i went and shot with you they didn't know whether they were going to be there for five days or 10 days because if you guys keep winning they just have to stay right Mm -hmm. so they're they're just paying for a hotel that entire time whether they they, you know that so that is you know parental dedication Mm -hmm. i would say and support so yeah your your parents definitely have your back Uh, yeah and we don't travel just once throughout the summer we travel to colorado and california again so it's definitely not like a cheap experience but they never complain they never do that they support us they go out and practice with me they just do whatever i need and they're there for me so i'm really thankful for that yeah that's a huge reason of why you are where you are (laughs) yes most definitely yes Okay, let's get let's get back to senior year. Okay. Okay, so you play sixth at state in wrestling. And at that point I had no idea who you were like who you were in the softball community. I didn't even know you were some crazy top tier <laughs> softball player. So I find out you guys 
find yourself in the playoffs again. So what's that like? It's your second time. Is there more pressure your second time or less? I would say there was more pressure just because it was my senior year and we worked really hard through the first three years to get here for my senior year and I wanted to like... Okay, hold on. Are you committed yet? Yes. That when you get into playoffs, are you already committed to yeah, Louisiana uh-huh. Tech? Yeah, I committed like August in August okay. to Louisiana Tech. So. Okay, so that at least that pressure is off. Of right. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Okay, so back to you guys are in playoffs. So you guys pretty much sweep playoffs. Mm-hmm. Pretty much no problem, right? Right. Now you're at ASU, back in the title. Same. Are you playing the same schools last yes, year, right? Yes, we are playing the same school. Canyon okay, U. so how yes. was that? It was kind of crazy because we played them once in like the other like preseason games pretty much, and we played a 14-inning game with them. It was like two hours long, and we ended up beating them in a national tiebreaker. So they, we knew that they were a very competitive team and that it was going to be a good game, and there was no just like, oh, we have to let off. Like We had to keep pushing, and we all had to work really hard even leading up to – the championship game if we weren't being pushed then we were doing something wrong like we were we were pushing each other at practice making sure that we really took every rep like in practice and played it with like intention and made sure we were doing everything right the little things and you guys beat them in five games correct four did it go for game did it go to game it went to game five correct well the championship game was just one game what i thought it was a series no the championship game is just one and then we have playoffs Okay. Playoffs and then championship game. Yeah. Okay. So you guys beat them. How was that? How was that celebration that second time? And how was it at school coming back? It was pretty cool. Like, we celebrated, you know, in the bus ride. We were so happy. We always, even last year when we got on the bus, we played, like, the song We Are the Champions, you know, on the bus. And we all sang to him. We were all dancing, you know, making the fun TikToks, you know, and stuff like that. So we were all really happy just to show that everything paid off throughout the year. And uh, the seniors, me, Tristan, Jaden, and A.V., like, we really wanted to win it our senior year because, like, we want to go out in a bang and, yeah. like, have everybody, like, remember us as, like, winning state championships back-to-back and just all that really good stuff. So we wanted to be there for everybody and make sure that we could reach that goal of winning state. So now everybody at Willow Canyon is going to remember you because your coaches created the the A1 award. Correct. It's basically a legacy award that they're going to give to one girl every year now for the rest of your school. What is that like to have an award named after you um, at it was, 18? Yeah, no, it was definitely really cool, and I didn't see it coming at all. Like, I did not know we were handing out the awards, and he created it. And I just remember, like, my freshman and, like, sophomore year, like, I was told him, like, I want to be a person that makes, like, a legacy or, like, leaves a mark and that people can always kind of remember me, not just be just because like I'm a like a hard worker like just helping the community or whatever I can do like I want people to look at me and be like oh like that's Alana yeah that's exactly what it is so now let's talk about college Mm -hmm. so you get a full ride you get okay let's you get recruited by Louisiana Tech wasn't even a school you were looking at at Mm -hmm. the time correct right you're looking at three other schools I think Mm -hmm. um and they approach you they come to you they invite you out what like what is that like having a, a massive D1 school come to you like that? It was really surprising to me because I didn't even know at the time that they were at the camp. So them like introducing themselves, I was like, wow, this is really cool. Like for them to pick me out out of this camp of 
what 50 girls there so I was like wow I must be you know doing something that caught their eye and they introduced themselves and I introduced me and we I sent my unofficial transcripts to them and I looked up like the program and the coach and I just like wow this is really cool like this coach like knows what he's doing he's making like a winning team and I was like I love the campus and he invited me for an unofficial visit in August and that's when I went and I just fell in love with the campus the school the community around Ruston is a small little community but everybody's like a big fan of Louisiana like they think Louisiana is the best of the best and they're always supporting so you always have the community support which I loved yeah and so I just chose to commit there okay so now you're committed what are you studying I'm studying kinesiology and health sciences to be a pediatric occupational therapist what inspired you to do that? So um, I saw the like impact the occupational therapist made on my dad. And so like, I want to be able to do the same thing for others. That's awesome. Okay. So now what's the next, what is the next goal? Because you obviously complete whatever goal that you set. <laughs> so what's the next goal for Alana? So pretty much my next goal is to be able to start as a freshman or make an impact in the program at Louisiana Tech University. So that's the goal. So you're a multi-position player. Where do you want to start on that team? Where would you prefer? Or I wouldn't say prefer, but where would you like you know, to start on that team? Um, honestly, anywhere in the field. Like As long as I get the chance to play, if the coach needs me at, in left, center, right, second, I don't care. I'll play there. I want to be just like a team player. Okay. So you've got all you, you've got your future pretty much laid out mm. at this point. Um, what 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 do you say to like your little minions, all your little girls <laughs> running around right now? Like they want to do exactly what you what you're doing. Mm -hmm. Right. D1 college scholarship. Know exactly what you're doing and exactly where you're going. How, how what advice do you give them to like right. try to follow that path? I would tell them that like anything is really possible. Like people tell you that all the time, but I want to say like I'm not the tallest softball player. I'm five foot, you know, so I'm not your six foot five seven. No, girl. I actually have your <laughs> your coach on video so that you are always the smallest and always the best person on any given team that you're on. Like you can argue what if you're the best, but yeah. I have your coaches saying that. No, so. yeah, I wouldn't say I'm the best, but I just like to compete with all the other girls on the field. So I would just tell the little like the young girls that like just keep working hard because it really does pay off. And even on like your worst days and like your hardest days, and you think that it's not paying off, it is. And it's hard to see it right then in that moment. But when you in the future and you look back on it, you're like, wow, thank goodness I hit in the garage every day or I threw with my mom and dad or I practiced pitching or I went out and I worked out or I ran or I just did something small to help my skill set improve. So keep working hard and just never give up. Never give up. What do you do on those days that you don't want to go hit or you didn't want to go practice or you didn't want to go run? Like you wake up and you're like, I don't want to do it. But what what makes you do those things yeah no there's definitely days when I'm just super I think I'm super tired and I don't want to do it but then I remember my head my goal and I have to be my own like alarm clock to getting up I can't have other people tell me what to do like it's up to me and if I don't want to do it then my goal is not going to get done so I have to be my own person I have to be able to go out and work hard and hit and run and work out because I know if I don't then I'm not going to be able to reach my goal. I can't just sit back every day and watch and expect for things to happen. Hard work is what makes things happen. That's that's so, yeah, you know, that's perfect. Um, I think I've, 
even as a grown, I've, I have learned from you, like just of how to be a good person and like just the dedication you have to absolutely everything is Thank you. extremely, Thank you. it's just impressive. And not only that, but like your athletics and then your academics as well. Cause you graduated, you have three, what, three, five, eight? Uh, for unweighted or three, weighted? What? For a weighted GPA, yeah, I was 4.567. Okay. Unweighted so 3.8. <laughs> Calm down, bro. So. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. that's that's amazing to be able to do, you know, two sport, dominate two sports, and then have all that. You know what I mean? Like, that's... That's why I wanted everyone to know who you guys are. Right. Because, like, all of you, there's there's this whole group of female athletes that you're yes. in this generation of that are utterly amazing people. Right. Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I just, I want to bring that out because you guys are, are so dope. Yes. No, I just totally from, agree. You know, I hope everybody can understand what I see in right. all of you guys just from this. Right. So and I'll like, say, like, I look at people and, like, they're inspiring and what drive me, too. I see other, like, female athletes doing all this. I'm like, wow, that's really cool. Like, I want to be like them or, like, you know, and that inspires me to keep working harder doing that or just so many people, my friends, my family, my teammates, they all, like, inspire me every day and push me to make sure that, like, I reach my goals, too. So I definitely wouldn't be the person or player I am without everybody's support, too. Okay, so. one last question. Mm-hmm. Is it crazy? Okay, so how you how you look at your athletes, right, that you look up to, is it crazy to you to think that there's a whole group of girls that look up to you like that right now? Like, what does that feel like? No, I just think it's crazy because I'm like, no way that like people are looking up to me. Like, I'm I look up to like these older athletes. So like, it's just weird to think that like, I have like influence on other people, which I would love to be an influence to other people and just like show everybody that they can do it and anything's possible. So just having people come up to me and tell me like, oh my gosh, you're Atlanta. And like, I'm like, yeah, I am. Like, I don't want you to think I'm more better than you or superior than you, but like, that's pretty cool. Yeah, no, I don't think anybody gets that from you. I don't think, I think you're an extremely humble person. I think you're extremely confident and you know what you can do. Um, And that just carries on in your life and it shows outwardly through you Thank so you. that's it's amazing and i can't wait to come see you in louisiana tech mm-hmm. and to see how you're playing there and to see you start so thank you for doing this yes second thank time. you for having me <laughs> <laughs> thank you for having but no me. yeah it was great and so we're, we're gonna keep we're gonna keep up with you and keep doing the show so good i appreciate it thank you no thank you so much